Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. If we haven't met or you're unfamiliar with this podcast, hi, I'm Amy Lynch and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016 and becoming an accidental activist along the way. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guests mini episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 4 is rolling out and has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard, UPS, and BDC. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Christine Michelle Carter is a mother of two kids, a Forbes contributor, and founder of Minority Women Marketing, who has been called the mother of LinkedIn by the New York Post. She is an advisory board member of Mom Congress, published author, regular guest speaker, and contributor to Forbes Women, Time, Entrepreneur, HuffPost, Health, and Parents Publications. Our conversation is split into three parts. In our third and final episode, we talk about the barriers for parents who are thinking about entering into politics politics, how you can get involved, and the kind of world that she hopes her children grow up in. Let's get into it. I see you're sharing. So at the time of this recording, the Mom Congress is in preparation. And by the time we release it, it will have happened already. Can you just share a bit for listeners about what it is and why you're supporting it? And I see it's a it seems to be an annual event usually. So why others might want to jump on board for the next time it comes around? Absolutely. And you can still jump on board now. We try to have a representative, a mom from every state for when we um, march on Capitol Hill. But it is about... supporting mothers and it's supporting mothers from a federal perspective, the the things that they need. It's valuing um, mothers who are part of underserved communities. It's about maternal mental health, mental health overall, access to childcare, um, making the playing field a little bit more level for working moms. So when I um, came across Mom Congress years ago, it just made so much sense to me. And when I have friends at Motherly and when they do their annual state of motherhood survey five years ago, very few mothers were interested in serving as an advocate or or even supporting racial equity, child care, all kinds of public issues. And five years later, the number has like exponentially increased. And I think that that is if one of the few benefits of COVID is we're now more aware as a society of how everyone is hurting and how our laws are unfair for a large community even if it's not necessarily ourselves. And it's unfortunate and we want to change that, especially mothers, and we want to make better futures for our children. So I think that this is the best time um, to, to support. Um, you can you can always support Mom Congress, whether the event occurs or if you just want to be a part of um, any type of movement that's going on in your state. So no, there's there's um, there's no no deadline to support. Yeah, I agree what you've, with what you've said as well. It's like everything, People, some people say don't bring politics politics into things, but everything is political. Absolutely. From where you live in America. Yeah. Well, I I just feel anywhere, you know, so I'm in Canada right now. We've lived in other countries. I haven't been able to legally vote in everywhere that we've lived, but I have experienced the politics of where I've lived everywhere. And when you have children, it almost hits home more because you realize the way the schools run, the way your communities run, the services you get or don't get access to. It's just, you know, women, especially who 
are doing unpaid labor and the mental burden and the, the they call it the mental load right now I'm breastfeeding. Yeah. So I'm fine, having a hard time finding my words. But no. um, yeah, it's just I've seen people say like, if you gave this job to the women who are on the PTA committee or involved in the school fundraisers, more of them should be going into office or into politics, Absolutely. because they're or- all it is is organizing, promoting, speaking with people, project management, getting things done, clear communication. Parents do that in their day to day life all the time. Absolutely. Because I should say that in the as long as I say that um, everything is politics when you're America, because if we could be Canada, we would be so lucky. <laughs> I know that you but we uh, God, if you're at level six, we're at level one. It's absolutely ridiculous. But you're you're right. So many mothers either don't know how to do it, which is where mom Congress and then another organization I'm affiliated with Vote Mama come into play, or they feel like they don't have any type of resources from a child care perspective to be able to to lobby or to actually run, which um, Vote Mama has also solved for. So I encourage all women to to get out there and become advocates. I was encouraged to hear from a politician here, and I mentioned about change tables in public spaces and in business spaces. And she said Parliament Hill in Canada, the seat of federal power, just got baby change tables installed. So that's progress. Uh, But don't let it stop you from going into places. And if you have to breastfeed or you want to bring your children, I feel like a lot of these things that are perceived barriers until they're done, people will not change them. So don't be worried about being the first if you're listening to this and you're thinking of running or supporting a campaign. I want to bring it back more to your family now. And I like to ask people thinking of the future when your children are grown, what kind of future do you hope they inherit? And how is what you're doing right now, hopefully contributing to it, if at all, if if you want to connect those? Absolutely. I hope my children live in a future where their needs are heard. Oh, God willing that their needs are met as a young Black man and a Black woman in America. I hope that they're living in a world where they feel like they have equity and feel like they are set up for success. And the way that I'm contributing to that now is by showing them that a single Black mom can care for them and that I make no excuses in caring for them. I am going to get it done and provide from them by any means necessary. And I also treat them like humans and make sure that I'm listening to their needs and make sure that they understand that their opinion matters in this house as well. Yes, I will be respected, but I don't want to feel like I'm raising many knees, if that makes sense, because that's not what I was put on this earth to do as their mother. I was put on this earth to guide them and to help them understand what it means to be a human, but not turn them into many knees. And it's great to have the self-awareness to know that that's what you want to do because you don't always know that. What kind of personal or professional development do you like to do to invest in yourself, either for your own mental health or for your career progression or to feel like you're improving as a parent? I love to read books. So right now I'm reading The Awesome Human Project by Natalie Kogan, which I think is an absolutely wonderful book. So I try to read at least one book a week. As a parent, I try to spend one-on-one time with each kid at least for one day a week, not necessarily the whole 24 hours, but have one moment that week where I can reflect and say, oh, we spent a good amount of time together, just the two of us. And we connected, not doing something that I wanted to do, doing something that they wanted to do. So I've seen more Godzilla and Mothra than uh, I think anybody has uh, in the the past week. And my daughter is very much so into Owl House in 
and Amphibia and Steven Universe. And I just, I love their personality. So I try to do that as a mother, just continue to foster and cultivate their personalities and then bringing it and showing it to me. And I also just love to read social networks like LinkedIn to develop myself professionally and to see what colleagues are working on and to, to read things that and articles that colleagues are putting out. I find that that enriches me just as much as reading Forbes or Wall Street Journal. And is there anything, I always ask this one, in hindsight, is there anything as a parent or a leader in business that you wish you had known maybe before becoming a parent or a leader? I wish that, I, I know that my self-awareness is high. I thought it was higher than it actually is. So I wish that um, I would have sometimes the humility or the brevity that I thought I had. <laughs> It's probably lower than it could be or it should be. Sometimes as a leader, I can just be so passionate and want to fight so much for my team or fight so much for my community that I could have a little bit more humility or a little bit more brevity because I think that there's a little bit of diplomacy when you merge those two. I think that my grandmother had that down pat and I wish that I would just have that a little bit more, not be such a hothead. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's also so probably the reason why you have had that self-belief and been able to achieve what you've achieved. So it's not yeah, like the double-edged sword, isn't it? They don't um, have to be mutually exclusive, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. good. You, you have a growth goal. So that's something you I can do. soften into or stand in your power and still be able to hold space for other people. That's a, I don't think there's any formula on how to do that. It's just it's all Beyonce. through. She's the formula <laughs> for everything. Yeah. It's learning through doing <laughs> So how can we connect with you as a, a writer and a parent and entrepreneur and a leader in business and learn more about your work? How would you like people to connect with you? Please visit christinemichellecarter.com. It's M-I-C-H-E-L. Um, my father played a horrible trick on my mother that I am living with for life. He, My mother was obsessed with Mickey Mouse. He changed the K to an H and the Y to an L. So that's why my name is Christine Michelle Carter. And on there, you'll see my socials on Twitter and Instagram, it's C. Michelle Carter. And on LinkedIn and Facebook, it's Christine Michelle Carter. I will link to all that in the show notes. Thank you for chatting to me during the school break. Absolutely, Amy. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Christine Michelle Carter for taking the time to speak about all things parenthood, politics, navigating your career changes, and stepping up into leadership roles in the future. Check out her work at christinemichellecarter.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. Connect with me, Amy, online and access your parent-friendly entrepreneurship, flexible and remote work resources at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.